it's nothing to be ashamed of. Oh, so the blue on the long screen camera, it'll start going in circles. So that's not What are you gonna do? Taste Life Nutrition, Taste Life Nutrition Radio, here with my good friend, Coop. <laughs> Hello, Chris Cooper, uh, he is the co-founder of uh, Vantage Movement, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that, but what is Taste Life Radio? We are, um, I think I'm echoing, anyway, say it to you, I was going to say. Uh, but we are, uh, we're here to bring truth and we're here to have a little bit of fun. We're here to talk about dogs and health and nutrition and just, you know, have some fun with this, especially in this world that's you know, so crazy and this, you know, lack of understanding of what's right and what's wrong when it comes to healthcare. Um, and so we just want to, to, to help everybody to understand for one, that this is, you are different than everybody else. You are an individual, you're unique, your environment's unique, your genetic makeup is unique, your relationships, your history, everything about you is unique, which means that you're different as far as what your needs are than everybody else. And so when we bring people in, I think one of my favorite things for one is bringing in healthcare entrepreneurs. I love that and I do it probably more than anything else. I don't know that I've brought anybody in that's not an entrepreneur to this point, which is kind of cool, I think. Um, cool. <laughs> um, but, you know, people who have a true passion and love for the individual, and they don't look at a group of people and say, you need this, and you need this, and everybody's the same, and, well, if you're not getting the results that you want, well, what are you doing wrong? That's what I hate. What are you, <laughs> what are you doing because it can't be me. Yeah. You know. God forbid it's the program. God yeah. forbid it's, it's the <laughs> <know>. template. <laughs> I know. It's so true. So um, that's one of my favorite things about, about Vantage Movement and about people who, are, who have that true health, healthcare, entrepreneurial spirit with an understanding of the individual. And then that's what we all need. That's how I practice. Um, and I just think it's so important. So. With that being said, we're going to jump in here in a minute. But as always, we start with gratitude. So what are you grateful for today? The cheesy answer is I'm grateful for this opportunity. <laughs> but it actually, it's true. Um, and beyond that, I'm grateful for the relationships that I have been able to foster mm-hmm. um, over the last nine, ten years of business. Mm-hmm. And just the different opportunities to make an impact, not just on our members, but on our members' families, connections, yeah. that, that next <laughs> rung beyond the people that we see mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that opportunity. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's kind of life, right? You know, we, we want to make the most of the opportunities that we have and try not to let them just 
slide by. And yeah. connection is huge, and connection is a huge part of your gym yes. um, and community, which is awesome. And I think that's a it's a really beautiful trend. And when it comes to anything as far as lifestyle, you know, so working out and that kind of thing. So, you know, I, um, I belonged to a yoga studio for a long time and it was, it was, we're building a community and that's yes. what you're doing. You're building community and you have events and you connect people and people develop relationships, yes. you know, in the, those communities, right. And get Very to true. know each other, whether it's business relationships, personal relationships, um, you know, all of it. Yeah. yeah. I agree a hundred percent. We are responsible for two, three, four, about at least six kids that we know of. Oh, so directly, I love it. directly related to <laughs> members that have connected in that personal side I and love have been that. married and, and had at least one child. So that's yeah. really fun. I, I've I've often not often, but the few times that I've said this, I've said, Well, I, I got her pregnant. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Don't um, drink the water at our gym unless you want to be fertile. Right, yeah. right, right. So <laughs> it's it's interesting, you know, because in my world and when I work with fertility clients, I'm like, Yay, I got her pregnant, you know, and with this which is totally weird, but it's funny. You get the people that are just looking at you like, like sideways, like what <laughs> But for you, same thing. Yeah. You you uh, you made those connections. I think that's really cool, really fun. So, um, what am I grateful for? You know, and I maybe will be a little bit cheesy right now too. But um, because you're here, it's what you've given me as far or the gym, right? Yeah. As far as being fit and being healthy. Because when we started out, I mean, I've I'm always doing something. I've never not done something, whether it's just walking, running, yeah, or you know, active. yoga. Yeah, yeah, that's always something. I would I lifted weights for a long time, um, but I get bored. <laughs> we all do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all do. And so, give it just a really quick history. How how we met is yeah. through my husband, who's commercial real estate. They were looking for a place, and it came together, and it's turned into this really big, beautiful, awesome place. So I have always been fearful, though, of CrossFit. Yes. And I think a lot of people are, because yes. when I tell people I'm doing CrossFit, I don't know, is it still called CrossFit now? The methodology <laughs> that we use is CrossFit. Yeah. We are not a CrossFit affiliate. Okay. That's that's what I thought. I just want to make yeah, sure that 100%. I'm clear about that, yeah, too. Yeah, you're accurate. Um, but there's, there's fear in, 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 in the unknowing and the not knowing and, and our, you know, are you going to get hurt and are they going to push you too hard and are they mean and you know and when yeah. i tell people i'm doing crossfit they're like really it's really funny and because <laughs> like that kind of suspect yet also yeah. like intrigued like uh -huh. wait a minute i don't see you as being a crossfitter mm -hmm. but aren't you afraid and yeah, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing and uh -huh. you seem like really happy and healthy and you can lift things like couches yeah like couches all by myself <laughs> <laughs> But so finally, um, my husband had an accident, so he didn't move really for quite a few years and uh, he, he, bad leg. Um, anyway, so it came to the point to where he was not moving. He was not feeling well. And I was I was kind of getting burnt out with yoga, which I hate to say, because if I could do both, I would just do both. And I should. I, I still do some, Don't just shoot on not yourself. enough. Don't I know, shoot on I know. Yourself. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Good reminder. Um, anyway, so I started looking for places, and Lowry's like, "Well, if we're gonna go, let's go to Mandan Coop's place." I went, "Oh, CrossFit." Okay. 
I can do it. I can do it. Anyway, it's been the best decision. Good. Um, and well. I'm going to say this, you know, I want to get into, you know, you, why you do and how you do what you do. Yeah. But the best thing about it is there is no pressure. There's there's pushing to make you better. Yeah. Um, but there's always from every single coach there. How many coaches do you have now? Seven? Yeah. 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 So it's a big gym. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's great. And so the reason I want to say this too, for one, because it's his gym and they're amazing. But for two, when you go and you find something like this, you want to make sure that people are treating you as an individual. So if you have injury, if you have things that you're unable to do, some physical disabilities, whatever it is, all of that stuff can be worked around, um, and it should be worked around. But you want to make sure that there is that that level of knowledge and capability to help you to lift and move properly, so you you don't eliminate the chance of getting hurt, but it's greatly decreased. Yeah, you reduce it as yeah. much as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you get hurt, you can't move, <laughs> and so you know. That's what we really want we, to avoid. <laughs> yeah, we want you to be durable. We want you to be able yeah. to handle things outside of the gym mm -hmm. and use the gym as a means to get you there. One of my favorite things, and it, it really hit <laughs> hit with me and hit with Lowry, and this is true for everybody out there. That some, it might have been, it might have been Ray, but it was uh, one of the coaches, and it was where do we do functional movements? Yes. And I'm just going to show you. I don't know what you can see. But it was, you don't go to here when you're doing a squat. You go to here, right? Yes. The reason why is because that's what it takes to sit on the potty. <laughs> I love that you called it a potty. <laughs> so, but that makes sense because as you age, I can't remember the stat he gave, but as you age and you, you can't do those things, that's a problem because usually we potty multiple times a day. Yes, especially the older we get. <laughs> yes. Sometimes in the middle of the night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there's a there's a lot more to it than just you know you know building muscle and you know doing the things. Of course, that's what we want to do because it's important to have muscle as we age. You know, the more muscle we have, the more bone density we have. The stronger we are, the you know we don't have to worry as much or maybe at all, about the osteopenia and the osteoporosis. Um, you know, it's our lack of movement over, you know, this, this since, you know, the industrial revolution, when things just get easier and easier and easier, and we're like, okay, well, I can sit behind my computer and eat my donut and drink my coffee and not move for 12 hours. Yeah. And it's easy to do. I'm, and I don't eat a donut, but I, I have been known to sit behind my computer for hours on end. Now I have a stand-up and the yeah. whole thing, but it's still movement. We got to move. Most of the injuries I've sustained in the last five years have been when I've stopped exercising and started working more behind yeah. my computer yeah. because I'll find myself in a hunched-over position, uh -huh. like right in front of my screen, head forward, yep. rounded shoulders, mm -hmm. and then my hips and back start to act up. Yeah. So it's it's the inactivity mm -hmm. inju injuries mm -hmm. that uh, lead me to miss yeah. out on the things I want to do. Yeah, well, and that's exactly it, and it's a great way of putting it because if you are injured, there are lots of things you can do. Yeah. Not good. All right, so let's talk about 
the beginning and you know for however far you want to go back what brought you here cool. why are you here what motivates you what excites you yes all of the fun stuff about all, all the stuff about that, you <laughs> all the stuff that i don't ever want to talk about <laughs> i um, think it's good to know it's important it to know it yeah. is uh my history is i moved to colorado in 2005 because my brother was living out here he went to csu and this was <laughs> Believe it or not, this was before the day and age where you could trust roommates that you found on the internet. <laughs> wow. Yep. Back Seems in the like day. so long ago, but maybe not so like, long ago. Which it's is like sad. 16 years, but it's like an eternity ago. Yeah. yeah. So I was originally Change. from, lived in New York, but I didn't want to live with just a random person. None of my friends wanted to move in in an apartment. So I was mm -hmm. like, all right, cool. I'm going to go out to Colorado, um, move in with my brother and see what's up. I couldn't afford a gym membership. So I got a job working at the front desk. Okay. I started training, or I started working out more than I was working behind the front desk. So one of the personal trainers, who was also a professor at Metro, um, who became one of my mentors, uh, encouraged me to get my personal training certification. Mm -hmm. So started studying, got certified, and then got hired on uh, as a personal trainer. Maybe like eight months later, Amanda got hired at the same gym and we were training, working the same hours, working basically from five in the morning till about nine. Then there was about an hour gap before the CEOs would roll into their workout, and then mm -hmm. we would work from 10 to around one, get our lunch break, and then come back around four o'clock in the afternoon and work from like four till uh, eight. Okay. So we started spending really similar hours together, lunches together, um, dinners together, started dating, and Amanda comes from, my wife comes from a family of entrepreneurs. Amanda's been on the show before. She's super awesome, mompreneur. Yes. Cool, cool lady. Yes, she is. Mm -hmm. So she comes from a family of entrepreneurs. I come from a family of teachers. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, a good, a really good um, match when it comes to being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Know? Especially in our industry. Mm -hmm. So she was always talking about wanting to open up her own or our own gym. And I was like, no, you climb the corporate ladder, you personal train, personal <laughs> training manager, then whatever comes uh -huh, after that. Uh -huh. And quickly realized that that wasn't the way that we could have the biggest impact. Mm -hmm. You see people three times a week, you see people twice a week, and that's pretty much what you were limited to. So the idea of opening up our own facility um, started becoming more and more of a reality. And by the time I was 29, I was like, I want to open up the gym by 30. Nice, setting goals. Set the goal. And like this is like, because you can talk about it, you can kick it around, but yep. you actually have to like, or get off the pot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So it's true. we decided to get off the pot and it was like, all right, cool. So we opened up uh, in, Amanda quit her job and started working on the business in 11. We opened our first space, I think in June of 12, thousand square feet under an apartment complex. Wow. Yeah, it was like literally a thousand square feet. So with bathrooms and a front desk, it was like seven and change. Kay. So we fit a lot of people into a really small space. Uh -huh. We outgrew the space in one year. Nice. On June 1st, we moved from 38th and King to 44th and Lowell. And we were there for five years. And we always knew that we wanted more. Mm -hmm. Like, this is good. It works for what mm -hmm. we're doing, but we wanted more. <clears throat> so from there... Um, Thanks to your husband and his his persistence and his patience. He is very persistent. Yes. Sometimes patient. <laughs> he said he might listen. Patient? He might listen today. <laughs> <laughs> 
professionally patient. Thank you. Uh, we actually moved into our dream space, which is a 7,500-square-foot facility, which we have been blessed with. It's beautiful. It's so great. And if we were in our old space, there's no way we would have survived 20. Yeah. So the fact that we have the space that we have and the outdoor patio that we have, incredibly grateful and incredibly blessed. Um, and so that kind of got us from space to space to space, and, and here we are. So I've been personal training and running group classes for the last 15 years. Nice. Which is terrifying to say. <laughs> it means that I'm getting, I'm getting up there. So. It's, it's, it is a bizarre thing as you move through life and then you're like, whoa, that was so long ago. And, yeah. and the years go quicker and things get longer ago. Yes. <laughs> yes. When I, the first time that I thought about my, 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 my closest friend from back home, and I was like, I've known him for uh, 25 years. How is that possible? I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not that mm-hmm. old. Like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. I still act like a child. What do you mean? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Well, and you have two, two kids. little ones. Two, yeah. Well, yeah. And well, they make you grow up. Yes. Yeah. Very quick. When they, you have a daughter at 26, you're, you grow up fast. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. I feel like I haven't grown up yet because we don't have kids. And so. <laughs> it's how young you feel. It's true. It's true. It's, it's the number freaks me out when I hear the number mm-hmm. every year. I hear a new number. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yes. But, um, but yeah, no, it is, it's, you know, it's, it's, you, you feel young, you act young. And I think, and part of that is, is how you treat yourself. I mean, not part of it, maybe almost all of it. (laughs) Yeah. Part of it. I mean, there are things that you can't, you can't, you can't, uh, avoid trauma if you have trauma because that can change us biochemically, epigenetically. Yes. It happens. Yeah. Um, but we have so much control over when we move, how much we move, what we put in our body, what we put on on our body. We don't have a lot of control over, you know, environmental toxicants, but we have control over what we put in our house to clean our home, um, in our yard, you know, all of these things. And so it's an amazing thing, I think, when we we think about the, the amount of control that we truly have in our health and in our future. And I, I'm not gonna say longevity. I think, yes, that's a part of it. Part of it. My, my, I always say I wanna live the best I can for as long as I have. Yes. Because we don't really know how long we have. No, we don't. Tomorrow no, we can don't. be a surprise. <laughs> this afternoon can be a surprise. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So you wanna feel good, you wanna move, and you know, it puts a lot of responsibility on us though, which I think a lot of, there was a time where we didn't realize that responsibility was actually ours because, and I say this a lot, but we blame pain, aches, uh, you know, these things on aging. We blame it on genetics. We blame it on, you know, bad luck, which I mean, seriously, come on. (laughs) It's just bad luck. It's just bad luck. I mean, not the case. And so it, it put, it makes us accountable for our health yes. and accountable for our kids and our kids' kids. I say this a lot too, and I have to say it every right. time because if somebody else is listening, it was made such an impact on me that epigenetically, which means um, the, the, the part of us that we have the ability to control. Have you heard the term epigenetics? I've heard it, but you explain it to me. Okay, yeah. Epigenetics, so we have our genetic makeup. Yes. Um, basically the color of our skin, right? Okay. Things that don't typically change. Um, then we have epigenetics. So there are locations on top of our genes that have the ability to turn on and off. So mm-hmm. they're little light switches. 
they turn off due to lifestyle factors. And so I... What? So... (laughs) Movement, food, water, stress, <laughs> trauma, yeah. um, you know, all of it. And it can be too much movement. It can yep. be not enough movement. You know, too much movement. You got your really tight A's. It can create too much inflammation. Yeah. It can create some problem for people. And so we have, you know, on my website, I have we do have control over our genetic destiny because we have such control, not full control, so much control over over how we move, how we live, how all of these things. Um, and we, I'm beating we abdicate. drum now. But. We're, we're in an age where we want to abdicate as much responsibility to someone else. Yeah, I'm not exactly. healthy. I'm going to go to a doctor. Mm-hmm. The doctor is going to give me something that's going to make me feel better. Yeah. When actually, if you choose to make your own food and not eat out all the time, mm-hmm. if you choose to investigate what goes into the lotions that you put on your skin. Yes. I I always joked about the amount of estrogen in the water until Amanda started looking at estrogen and how much estrogen goes into creams, um, shampoo, soaps, and all of the things that we put on our bodies every day and seeing all of the chemicals that you would have no idea goes into them and you go, whoa, and you're in control of what you put on your skin, just like you were saying, mm-hmm. what you ingest, mm-hmm. but we want to abdicate it. We don't yep. want that responsibility. Right. It's true. So. It's true. And yeah, that's yeah, a, it's a big part of, you know, why we do what we do is so you know, and so we all know that we do play a huge part and it is our responsibility as an individual. You know, I can't go to somebody else and say, what, what can you do? I can, I can ask for guidance yeah, absolutely. that's why we do what we do yeah. we're here to help and to be guides um and that's what i think of myself as is i'm a guide yeah. you know for people when i when i work with them yeah. um i want to have a little clarity around that though with the estrogen because what what happens is when we have these chemicals that are put into so you can have pesticides herbicides you can have um, all of these preservatives and things whether it's in food or whether it's in our our lotions and hair stuff they're considered xenoestrogens, which means they're fake estrogens. There you go. Yeah, yep. yeah. So these fake estrogens, what they do is they bind to estrogen receptor sites, and they bind much harder than our own natural estrogen would. And so this is true for men and for women. And so what happens then is you have these 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 receptor sites that can no longer accept estrogen because it's all bound up. And then you have your natural estrogens going, going, I don't know what to do. So you've got all of this estrogen and this crazy hormonal imbalance. And it can create boobs in men. And it can create soft. And it can create, you know, crazy hormonal symptoms for women. I've seen it. Thankfully, I've not experienced it. But I've seen it. And so when we have certain epigenetics that don't allow us to detoxify properly, it really just exacerbates the situation much, much more than it would in if it was normal. And so learning to to find those things and understand and, and you know, the things that I do is I do the testing so I can look yeah. and see, are you detoxifying? Where are your hormone levels? You know, how is this happening? Um, so then we can we can allow your body to balance in a better way and let it do its job. You're so smart. <laughs> I know a couple of things. A lot of people who know a lot of things, but uh, but it's it's such a huge part of our world right now, yes. and we do have the ability to 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 mitigate that. Yeah. Um, I will also say though 
with the hormones that are put into the pharmaceuticals, you know, the birth control pills, things like that, those hormones, we pee them out, they get into the water supply. So there's, there, you know, I mean, we're inundated with hormones. There are also metalloestrogens, so heavy metals that create the same reaction as the xenoestrogens. So you've got mm -hmm. chemical and metal. Yeah, it's bizarre and it's crazy and we're inundated. And so movement helps the body to detoxify. You detoxify through sweat, you detoxify through urine and stool and blood and, and uh, skin. Probably shouldn't forget skin. It's the biggest detoxifying organ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? I mean, <laughs> it goes through the list. How could I forget that one? Oh, there's so many lists, and I'm always forgetting. Anyway, um, so cool. So let's talk a little bit about you know I I like you know when we were sort of pre-show you know we, we talked a little bit about you know the mindset and, and lifestyle, and that's kind of you know what we're talking about gets into the lifestyle and the choices we make when it comes to the gym um, and I think as an entrepreneur the choices you make to continue to move forward to help people to get better and and you know to bring more people in to, to reach more people yes you know so um, we talked already a little bit about um, community and what you do so the yeah. things that you do to build community what are you doing and do you have other ideas things that you want to do what's going on there so community starts with the relationships mm -hmm. Um, since the get-go, we've known that the best way to impact someone is to get to know who they are, mm -hmm. right? So establishing one-on-one -on -one understanding about who the people are that we meet. Um, it's one of the great things about having our gym is that our group classes are never really bigger than like 15. Mm -hmm. So everybody that we see on a daily basis, we can get to know who they are, who their family is, what's going on in their lives, the ups, the downs, the goods, the bads. Um, so our community starts with an understanding of the relationships and the responsibility of those relationships. People come into our space because, one, they're not seen in their life. They work in a cubicle. They're a number. Mm -hmm. They're in a relationship that isn't necessarily healthy. And all of a sudden they come to our space and they're seen for who they are and where they are. Mm -hmm. Right? It's not like, as you were saying, we're not just a cookie cutter. Like, all right, cool. Everybody does this program. It's individualized for where they are, who they are, and what they're dealing with on a daily basis because mm -hmm. everybody goes through their own story. Yeah. Um, so we've wanted to connect not just ourselves but each other, right? Because we're a, a local gym. Mm -hmm. The people that come to our gym pretty much live in and around the mm -hmm. same neighborhoods. So you have, we have a lot in common. So it's getting to know our members and letting our members get to know each other. So we want to foster that kind of space where people get to know and connect with other people in the same walk of life, the same season of life, and with the same interests. That's where the question of the day, we always ask a question of the day. It starts off almost every class. The question of the day started when we started getting an influx of members and I couldn't remember everybody's name. Mm -hmm. So the mm -hmm. easiest way to get them to share yeah. what their name was and then we started seeing, you ask a question today, what's your favorite movie? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you start seeing people have similar favorite movies. Mm -hmm. And then they get to start connecting with each other. And you find out more and more from the same area, same schools, yep. same you know ages of kids. So we started there and just kept building those relationships and connecting the dots for our members. 
And then it was like, all right, well, let's give them a place where they can, it doesn't have to be so awkward. We're like, hey, let me get your number and we can go grab a beer. Um, so we started having events at the gym, whether it was social events or whether it be clinics like we've done. Were you at the, the Olympic lifting clinic and wine? No. Okay. No. <laughs> so we do clinics where we learn a movement and then we socialize and hang out because you want a balance of both. Um, so right now, last year, we just wanted people to come to the gym so that they could interact with each other. Mm -hmm. That was the big thing is like we were all missing just yeah. human interaction. Mm -hmm. And now it's starting to open up and get a little bit more comfortable. Now it's trying to figure out ways that we can allow people to connect with each other as well as allowing people to learn something new, mm -hmm. right? So whether it was the cocktail contest, you came in second? Third. 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 I made a margarita that was fresh made, okay. real limes. It did have sugar. I have to say it because. Yeah. Anyway. What's the um, It was organic raw sugar <laughs> yep. and then uh, uh, Anaheim chilies that was in it. A little bit of heat to it. A little bit. Okay. But mostly pepper flavor. You know, there's the chilies are so, um, you just don't know if they're going to be hot or not. And so really not a lot of heat to this one, but a lot of Just chili a flavor. Yeah. yeah, which was which was nice. So it's delicious. It was enough to get you I mean, third. I think so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, that's pretty good. I was like, podium. come on, first. Yeah. Anyway. What was that? Win place or show, because the preakness is this weekend. So you show. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. There you go. Yep, yep. So it's whether it's cocktail contest, whether it's um, weightlifting and some sort of, you know, wine or whiskey, mm -hmm. some sort of social mm -hmm. aspect. Um as we come into the summer, we're going to try to outreach into our teachers because... Yeah, that's right. I saw that yesterday. Yep. Mm -hmm. our, our teachers, mm -hmm. strong AF. Don't ask me what the AF stands for. You got it. You know what it means. <laughs> so we're going to be reaching out to our teachers because they've had a very stressful year. Yeah. And it's, I mean, anybody that has a growth mindset wants to learn and uh, do new things. So a lot of mm -hmm. teachers don't necessarily weight lift. They don't necessarily have the time or energy to exercise, maybe outside of going for a run. Mm -hmm. So I want to give them a space to learn a new new physical skill, as well as give them a place to hang out together yep. outside of school, cool. socialize, get strong. We're going to be reaching out to our kids. So mm -hmm. summer vacation, parents mm -hmm. need to put kids places. Yep. What better place than coming to a gym, learning to kind of demystify mm -hmm. the gym because a lot of people, the hardest thing about the going to the gym is actually going through the front door. Yeah. So we want to demystify it and give mm -hmm. people and give children an opportunity to fall in love with movement, mm -hmm. fall in love with exercise and fitness yep. at a young age. Yeah. So we're going to be reaching out to And to not on the, the iPad. Oh, that, that right there, and I totally interrupt you. I'm it's sorry. Okay, please. But this, this is what creates a sick child and brings a sick human or, or adult yeah. is this because what is that doing to your neck and to your entire spinal cord and then everything else yeah in i your don't body. remember it's what the amazing. what the stat is but when your head goes from sitting normal mm -hmm. to out in front the amount mm -hmm. of pressure that it puts on the rest of the system is insane it is insane yeah i uh, i need to take a quick break this is henry taking care of me going nikki take your break so <laughs> So, real quick, we're going to talk about Rightful, one of my uh, favorite newer companies. Been around now for a couple of years. Uh, but they are a pain management company. Uh, it's a pretty cool product. Uh, so, they have a, a morning and an evening product. It's a coconut uh, milk base. 
but it is the the active component in it is curcumin um, and the way that they have have created it uh, because curcumin is such a potent anti-inflammatory um, and so they've created it where the the evening is a calming you know sleepy time it really helps people to sleep whereas the morning is the one that's kind of a wake up focus, you know, alert. alert, exactly. But it's amazing for helping to manage pain. And so it's working so well that they are selling into pain management clinics. And what I say pretty much every time, because I love it, is we're starting to see signs where allopathic medicine and the holistic slash functional medicine world are coming together and, and working together. And when I see a product like this in, a functional med, or I'm sorry, in a in a pain management clinic, and it's in lots of pain management clinics. But you 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 know that it's working, and you know that it's much better than taking the drugs that are often given, sometimes necessary, a lot of times not, but <laughs> even for shorter periods of time, right? So you take both of them together potentially, and then you decrease the time that you're on the strong stuff, and you take something like this. And so, uh, great company. They're really great at what they do. Go to their website uh, and put in TLN20, it's just rightful.com, put in TLN20, you'll get a discount. Uh, really, really great stuff. Um, and that's it. So let's move on and talk about some other fun stuff. Let's do it. Yeah. So um, let's talk about being an entrepreneur okay. for a little bit. Sure. Uh, we've gotten into some of the sciencey stuff, and I'm sure we'll get back to it because I can't help it. That's just where we um, go. Yeah. <laughs> This is part of it. <laughs> you knew that coming into it, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The science mind never goes away. Um, but I am a new entrepreneur. And I say new because this is my first. I'm pushing seven years now. But it's still every day I feel like a newbie entrepreneur. Yeah. And I'm always learning and always figuring stuff out and always making mistakes. And, you know, it's just part, of, part it. of it. Yeah. When I was in school, every class I took was a science class. Okay. Basically, I didn't think it never crossed my mind that I would be an entrepreneur. Never took business classes. Like that doesn't interest me. Just give me the science, you know. Not smart. If you are young and you're going to school, take some business classes even if you don't want to be an entrepreneur. You got to take business classes. Yeah, you never know where life's going to take you. <laughs> you you don't have no know. idea. Man, the things that I would do differently. But what is it how are you so you didn't know that you're going to be an entrepreneur nope and you are now yes you know what what do you feel like what do you what's success to you i know it's a really kind of vague it, question well, big it's, question it's a it's a broad question yeah and it's one that i have struggled with and the example that i had um that came to mind was it's a lot like love in that it's hard to describe, but you know it when you feel it. Yeah. So it's I was like, okay. Um, so I actually put some like some serious thoughts when I when I read that question because uh, what is your perfect day and what is success to you are two questions that I've struggled with since opening up um, since opening up the gym. So success to me is an overflow of people at my funeral. Oh, <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that would be success. Okay. Yeah. Because of the way that I'm wired, I am always looking to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Set a goal or a mm -hmm. milestone because you set a goal and then when you get there, it's not really nearly as rewarding as you thought it would be. Mm -hmm. It's a milestone. You're like, okay, cool. I've done this. 
now what's next? Now it takes me to the next thing. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's that next jumping off point. It's that yeah. mile marker. Like, all right, cool. I've gone this far. Let's keep going. Mm -hmm. um, so when I was thinking about what success is, it's an overflow of, of people that I have impacted and that I have um, had relationship with at my funeral and being mm -hmm. like, wow, like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I had a big turnout because I had that much impact and impact. influenced that yeah. many people. Mm -hmm. um, on a day-to-day, -day, it's um, success would be time, energy, and money. Yeah. If I have the time and the energy and the money to do what I want to do mm -hmm. when I want to do mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. that's a feeling um, or a data point of success. Yeah, yeah. So. No, I agree. Um, and as I was you know, kind of doing a little bit of research, and it was kind of fun because I, you know, the, the title of this was, you know, The Athlete Entrepreneur, yeah. right? We put it here. And then I went, wait, we have mompreneurs. We can have athlepreneurs. <laughs> And so I was like, ooh, I came up with a new one. Yes, you did. And I actually did a Google search, and I did see in, I think, Facebook there's Athlepreneur, but when I put it into, to, well, I don't do Google, it's DuckDuckGo. But, um, DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo is much safer. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Just heads up. Um, <laughs> okay. To DuckDuckGo. Um, oh, there's a new one, too. Oh, I wish I could remember. So this is Lowry's always searching for the newer and the safer. Yeah. Shoot, I want to give Lowry, if you're one. listening, please text her. Yeah, text me. Let me know. I would love to give them my phone here. <laughs> give give them a shout out because it's a it's it's pretty cool. Much safer. Anyway. Yes. I digress. <laughs> but I did. I searched for athlepreneur, and it's not anywhere in the search engine. It's right here, right now. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how to trademark anything? You get a good lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <a> few. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. There are a couple of things that I think I need to start looking at that. But um, anyway, the whole point to that was, you know, when I was kind of just doing a little research on the athlepreneur and the ability of what it takes to be a successful athlete and then what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur and how well they just kind of mesh. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like there's when you're growing up and you're playing sports good coaches tell you that the lessons you learn on the field or on the rink or on the ice or on the court, it's not about the winning. It's about the lessons that you learn and how you can apply them to your rest of your life. And as a high school student or a middle school student, you don't really listen to it, but it resonates, especially as you start going on job interviews and like, hey, mm -hmm. give me an example of this. And you're like, oh, I have all these sports references mm -hmm. that I can mm -hmm. remember learning all these mm -hmm. lessons and how to apply. Yeah. Teamwork, yeah. communication, mm -hmm. overcoming adversity. Mm -hmm. Right? It's so it's it's very hand in hand. When I was in corporate America, this is a little pet peeve of mine. You know, you have your speakers. So you go to like seminars and conferences yeah. and things like that, yeah. right? And you have your speakers up there and inevitably it, there was, you know, the men speakers who would give the sports analogies. Absolutely. I never had a problem with that. I'm like, that's part's life. You know, there are women that give sports analogies, this sports analogies. And you'd have people complain, stop with the sports analogies. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, that's the pet peeve. Like, it's a great analogy. Yep. <laughs> Come on, yep. people. It's like, I can see exactly what they were talking about in that example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think it's 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 amazing um, because you have so many people who are, who are naturally 
sporty. What's my word there? Um, I, I don't know where you're inclined, going with this. <laughs> sports inclined. Physically inclined. Physically inclined. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not not sports, not team sports anyway. Okay. I was always horses and gymnastics and cheerleading, you know, stuff like that. Just my own stuff. Yeah. Um, where I work by make me. You work by yourself, but in, in yeah. gymnastics in particular, you work by yourself, but your score goes towards the team score, doesn't True. it? Yeah. Yeah. True. So that's so it's that. still a team. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But anyway, having having that mindset when you're an athlete, I think it is such a great preparation for what comes next. Yep. And I think it's very cool. And so I actually read an article, doesn't really matter, except it was kind of a cool article on 29 um, professional athletes who have turned into entrepreneurs. Interestingly, too, my friend who brought me into radio, Lowell Whiteman, so if y'all watch him, he's awesome. He's on t- every Friday. 11 I think so he is a mindset coach but he's been in professional sports for years and years and years yeah. and so he is the guy who can who a lot of times he helps the the younger athletes but then he can also help the professional athletes who turn into business people and entrepreneurs so yeah. it's it's pretty cool because sometimes you need a little bit of help also in that transition <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah absolutely so he's got a great show um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about I here is a question that I have. Bring it. Because I think that that a lot of people believe that if I do the stair stepper an hour every day, or if I do a run two hours every day, or if I just do tons and tons of cardio, mm-hmm. that that's the way to lose weight or get healthy or whatever the case may be. And a lot of times what happens? We don't see results. No. Yeah. Or you get an overuse injury because you do the same thing repetitively yeah. over and over again. Yeah. 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 So, again, going back to why doing something like CrossFit yeah. or is is a good thing because it's always different. Yes. And you got to build muscle. Yes. So, climbing a stair stepper, stair, stair stepper not easy to say. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me, anyway. <laughs> I'm not even going to try it. Nope, not going to try it. Yes. So doing a stair stepper, going for a run, those are one thing that you can do, but it's never just one thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. If you eat healthy, but you don't exercise, you don't move, that's one component. You're never going to be as healthy as you yeah. could be. What we do, and the reason that cross-training just a little across the board. Thank just you. Yes. Training yep. is so beneficial is because it gets you moving in different planes, mm-hmm. right? We're not just going forward and backward. Mm-hmm. If you're on a stair stepper, you're going up and down, but pretty much just moving forward. Mm-hmm. If you're running, you're going forward. Mm-hmm. When you look at sports, just kind of tying it all together, sports are in all sorts of planes of motion. You've got lateral, you've got forward and back, you've got rotational. Mm-hmm. What we do is we try to optimize those so that you are moving up and down in a squat or in a press. You're pushing and pulling both horizontally as well as vertically. You're learning. You're learning to hinge so mm-hmm. that picking up objects, whether you're moving or whether you're just picking up um, your your child, your grandchild, mm-hmm. your groceries, you're learning the proper way to load the system so that you can remain healthy, right? Not just injury-free. Everybody says, I don't want to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Going back into mindset and words matter, it's not that I don't want to get hurt. It's that I want to stay healthy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you're learning all of these different, and I mean, there's basically five. It's push, pull, hinge, squat, and then weighted carry. Mm. 
Those are basically okay. the five movements that we have as humans. Mm -hmm. And then you add in the planes, laterally, front and back, and then rotational. Okay. So uh, we try to expose athletes to as many of those as safely as possible so that you can be prepared for all of the movements that you will see outside of, in of the gym in life. It's functional movements, right? Yes. It's, it's, yeah, so it's awesome because it's just keeps you in shape, but yes. it, it prepares you for life. Yes. Which is what movement, I mean, again, it, it leads to not necessarily longevity, but yes, it can, it can. right? Yep. <laughs> I just want to make sure because, you know, again. We're not speaking in absolutes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally not planned. How is that? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, those movements as we age, we have to be able to do. The movements, if, if, if you're young, and you have some excess weight, it gets more difficult to pick yes. up your children, right? Mm -hmm. Things things can be difficult and they don't have to be. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just, again, it's this, when you do this, that it, it keeps you from getting bored. Yes, it keeps you from getting bored. Mm -hmm. It keeps you from being stuck in the same yeah. repetitive movement patterns. Mm -hmm. And whether it's an injury or whether it's a lack of results, when you're not, reaching the moment or the the points that you want it leads you back inside if you're injured mm -hmm. you can't go out if, if you're a runner if you injure yourself if you get shin splints plantar fasciitis mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can't run yeah what else do you have mm -hmm. to do and then all of a sudden now you're inside waiting for being patient not necessarily recovering but waiting for the injury to heal yeah and if it's um totally lost my train of thought that's why i, write I do stuff that down. all the time that's why i write stuff down <laughs> But it's whether it's an injury or whether it's you don't have anything else to do and it's snowing outside. It's springtime. It's 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 cycling season. Mm -hmm. But the weather turns and I can't cycle. If you don't have another outlet for mm -hmm. your physical mm -hmm. capability, you're kind of, you know, screwed. And you're like, all right, cool. What can I do? What we do, cross training, cross fit, other types of functional movements. Mm -hmm. They allow you to train in the off season to be better when you're in season. Mm -hmm. It also, if you're doing it right, it leads to a durability in your system from, okay, cool. I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to run a triathlon. If I weight train mm -hmm. and I get <clears throat> better proper range of motion and know how to load it, now when I'm going through hours of swimming, hours of cycling, my body's prepared to handle mm -hmm. that kind of abuse. Mm -hmm. Because just like you were saying, if we overdo it, we still lead to inflammation. Right. So it's learning the proper amount. It's like on a dial, right? Mm -hmm. Dial up mm -hmm. a little bit of the, the cardio, dial back a little bit of the weight training, invert it kind of back and forth. Yeah. So. Yeah. So on that, um, you know, when we're talking about, you know, the functional movements, but yeah. then, uh, different people need different things all the time. Right. Yeah. And so, yes, we need, we need different things all the time, but then as we our comfort levels, so my, my, what I'm trying yes. to get into is what you offer, because I think it's so smart that you offer basically from all, not quite beginning of life, but children to technically we do yeah, because we have a birth fit program. True. We yeah, actually yeah. Mm -hmm. from, it's from great cradle program. all the way up, yeah. we have yeah. our, our, uh, pre peri and postnatal birth fit classes. Um, actually this is cool stuff. Quick plug. Yeah. If I can find the notes, I think we're actually starting our postpartum uh, session in June. Cool. So our, our next postpartum is in June. So. Awesome. Yes. I love that. So we do our, our for pregnant women, um, we've got our birth fit program, and then we have our kids program from three to six. 
from six or seven till 12. So a little bit of an age gap. Um, Mm -hmm. That's where we start. And again, it's helping children learn to move. Mm -hmm. Because it's intuitive when we're really young. Right. It's like the biggest things, rolling over, Mm -hmm. learning to crawl, Mm -hmm. learning to walk, and the proper progression of that. And then from there, once we get into like the school age, kind of physical activities kind of shove to the wayside. So what we do is we bring kids in to help them learn to move properly, Mm -hmm. help them, honestly, at that age, it's to remember how to move properly. Um, From there, it's getting them into falling in love with physical activities and games, right? More and more, we're getting, um, society's getting away from letting kids be physically active in games. What is that? I don't know. I mean, they're taking away, like, outside recess and stuff like that from kids. You know, we have to be outside. Oh, yeah. Like, even in New York, mom would say, go outside. Do not come back until the street light is on. <laughs> street yes. light's on. That's, that's the indicating, like, you're allowed to come back into yeah. the house. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We yeah. were kind of the same. It was go outside, go back in the woods, go ride your horses, go do what you do, yeah. and we'll see you at dinner time. Yes. And you learn mm-hmm. how to be agile because you're mm-hmm. hopping over things, you're running mm-hmm. around, you're learning how to be physical, both just in your own skin as well as with other kids, yeah. and whether it's throwing and catching or even mm-hmm. wrestling. And, and I think it's called big body play. I think there's actually research going into children with big body play and how to be physically um, active with each other. Oh, And learn, because like if I pinch you, mm-hmm. you're going to respond facially. So as a, as a young child, I learn, oh, that's a pain face. She didn't like that. Don't do that again. And then learning yeah. how to interact in uh-huh. space with other people. Oh, so that's, yeah, a lot of different things going on. Yeah. Um, back to the science. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get away goes. from it. Um, so we have that for the young ones. Then from 6, 7 to, to 12, now you're learning how to exercise, right? It's all basically body weight or lightweight kettlebells or PVC pipes, learning how to control mm-hmm. an external object mm-hmm. because it's something that we can't get away from as teenagers as adults you have to control outside objects so we get that kind of worked into our program with our young children not really not not super young but young children yeah sure and then we're developing our team program which is a little bit more strength and conditioning for the teenage athletes that are learning and wanting to improve in their sports right so it's still general physical preparedness Mm -hmm. learning the proper way to squat we've been working with some some teenage girls And it's amazing how many of them have forgotten the proper way to squat. If you look at my two-year-old son, perfect squat. Yeah, yeah. My my 13-year-old, I will will give her credit. She has a very beautiful squat, but some of her friends, not so much. Yeah. Well, she grew up with you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So it's learning um, the proper way to go through all of those movements. From there, we've got, after the teenage program, we've got our regular classes. Mm -hmm. And that is from basically 18 all the way up through... 50 and recently with our coach Karen we have a 50 plus program Mm -hmm. and this is the biggest thing for an aging population is fear Mm -hmm. as you get older things hurt yes but you're afraid of things hurting worse yeah you're afraid of breaking things Mm -hmm. which helps which forces us to retreat into the house to limit exercise to maybe just walking yeah if you're walking the dog and my father-in-law was always happened to him he had a husky and if she saw something Mm -hmm. a rabbit or any kind of small rodent she would take off and he would end up going Mm -hmm. either onto the ground or just getting kind of jerked forward yeah so it's training our older population 
again, how re-educating them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how to move properly, yeah. how to brace themselves, how to handle an external load, how to properly hinge at the hips so they don't throw out their mm-hmm. back, bending over to pick up the grandchildren. Mm-hmm. It's also, okay, cool, we want you to learn to properly squat so that you can, you can, you can push off needing assistance yep. as long yeah. as is humanly possible. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing is nobody wants to need the cane, need no. the walker, yep. need to go into assisted living, any yeah. of that stuff. And that's, you know, our whole lives prepare us for age, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and we need to take it seriously, you we know, do. and it's, it's not <laughs> too late. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so another quick break. Um, Zymogen, one of my favorite supplement companies, uh, they are big supporters of the clinician, the practitioner, and their clients and patients. And so they are backed by lots and lots of data. Um, So truly one of my favorite companies, not the only company that I use, uh, because when I use supplements, it just depends on my clients. But they're one, I use them a lot. Because they just, I need data. Yeah, Yeah, I have to have data. And in order for me to use it, you gotta show me, show me the data. Kind of like, show me the money, show me the data. Show me the data, absolutely. <laughs> so you can go to my website. Uh, the way that you would go through it is there's a, uh, down at the bottom, there's a, a, a link. what do you call it? A link, it's a <laughs> it's a thing. It's not a link, It's well, it is a link. <laughs> See, words are hard. They are, and they matter. Man, and they matter. You click on, it's a link, but it's a picture. It's this. It says whole scripts, for the love of Pete. Says whole scripts. Just click, click on, on the whole image. scripts. Click on the image. Click in, on the image of whole scripts. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna let you. It do will this take for you me. to a link that will <laughs> send you to the website. <laughs> See? From there. I don't need to do this anymore. Email Nikki. Set up a session, <laughs> and she will tell you what you specifically need because you're an individual. You are not getting a cookie cutter program. Although cookies would be a wonderful nutritional diet, mm, just the cookie diet. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Uh, maybe not very it would, beneficial. It, it, but no, it, it would. would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if it actually worked, <laughs> depending on your goals, depending on your yeah. goals, right? It's totally. <laughs> anyway, so he did it better than I did because then he he promoted me, so that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Coop. My pleasure. <laughs> See, I don't. I don't do well talking about myself or what I do, but I can promote the hell out of somebody else. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Okay, so yes, we have a few minutes left, and I want to be sure you talk about you know where to find you and that kind of thing. But yeah. I think one of the things that I want to make sure that we hit on, and this isn't news to anybody, but I think it's important to to understand. I don't know the science behind movement and why it's important and what it does for us, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, um, all of the things it can do for our bodies. Oh, and I have one thing I want to talk about. What we'll get to in a, cool. in a minute as yeah. we move through this. Absolutely. But you know, um, is there anything? Do you? I, I was going to kind of go through this. Yeah. Do you want to add some stuff like for you so and what you see? What I've experienced, I've trained everybody from um, Broadway dancers all the way up through grandmothers. The biggest change that we have on people is in between the ears. Mm-hmm. Muscle growth, absolutely. Yep. Flexibility, mobility, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Balance, yes. Speed, yes. Mm-hmm. Power, definitely. But the biggest change is in between the ears. Yeah. The confidence, the stress reduction, mm-hmm. all of the chemical changes that exercise and movement have. 
and being able to challenge yourself in ways that you didn't think possible. Mm-hmm. My, my favorite exercise is rope climbs because – go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reason behind it. One, it's a great physical exercise. It gets upper body, the whole core, body, the whole yeah. thing, cardiovascular. But more so is so many people that I've encountered have a negative gym class experience with the rope climb. Mm. They were the kid that couldn't climb the rope. Mm-hmm. The gym teacher shamed them. The kids oh. shamed them. And all wow. of a sudden, you're put in a situation as an adult where you're thrust back to being six years old, seven mm-hmm. years old, mm-hmm. and you're like, I can't climb the rope. And I'm like, I'll make you a bet that you can. And then you actually take the time to teach them yep. how to climb it. And mm-hmm. then the, the look of pride that they have, Aww. that they've conquered this lifelong, unknown, yeah. subconscious fear of climbing a rope, and then it becomes their favorite exercise. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. The change in between mm-hmm. the ears. Yeah. So, it's true. So I guess that's, that's such a huge part of, part of life is the can do and not the I can't yeah. or I shouldn't yep. or <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. One of the things um, that that made that I really appreciated when I was looking at some of this stuff, because, again, these are all things that, you know, but what I talk to people, you know, I deal a lot with stress not me per- well yes, yes me personally but everybody does <laughs> you know and my clients you know i'm like okay we need to do some stress reduction you have to it's important for your brain it's important for your body you got to do it so stress literally shrinks the brain movement makes the brain grow and movement decreases stress and so it was really fun because i it, it was it's actually the hippocampus that uh that the that movement you know increases Movement increases the hippocampus. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was just, it was fun to to have that, you know, little circle there. And it just makes sense. You know, you got to move to decrease stress. You got to, and you want to grow your brain. I need to grow my brain. (laughs) We all do. We all do. In every direction we can. There's another one. And I think this is important for you men. You're a man. (laughs) yes i am (laughs) so we have a terrible situation of ed men are suffering i'm not looking at you (laughs) yes you were well i did (laughs) but it's a conversation it's a conversation yes but it's a it's a problem and so erectile dysfunction right and so this is a huge issue and what what's happening is we're looking at it only chemically as well chemically or as just a penis problem when it's not so erectile dysfunction actually ed should stand for endothelial dysfunction which really is a cardiovascular situation right so you're looking at if you have ed you're looking at a higher chance of stroke you're looking at a higher chance of of heart attack because it's not the penis, it's what is inside the vasculature that's creating the problem. Yeah. And so exercise helps all of that stuff. Besides, it, it increases testosterone, both for men and women, but you know we need it in men. Well, women need it too, but not to the extent. Um, but it's, I think when we have these commercials that come back and tell us, that, hey, I can get you working again, but they don't address the underlying cause. That's what functional medicine, functional nutrition is, is addressing the underlying cause. You know, we're only, it's only looking at the symptom. The symptom is 
unable to function properly. Fine, it's a problem and it's demotivating, but we need to figure out why, we need to understand why. And so going back to basics, saying this is a problem, I need to get in the gym, I need to figure out what I'm eating and, and, and eat the right things to allow for my cardiovascular system to work properly. You do all of these things, probably you're not gonna have the ED that we started out talking about. <laughs> yes, <laughs> kind of tie it all the way full circle. It's, so you yeah. come to the gym, you move, you eat properly, and we can facilitate more babies. More babies. <laughs> or just a happy Friday night. There we go. Or, or as Ray would say, hump day. Yep. It's hump day. Larry always likes that one. <laughs> Does he know? You know, he is a man. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> oh, man. It's 11 o'clock already. So um, I think at this point we, gotta, we just got to stop. So talk about where you are, yes. where you can be found. You're doing a bunch of online stuff. Yep. Um, and so the online stuff can be from anywhere in the country or outside of the country. This yep. is all over the world. Hello, world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we are located um, in Wheat Ridge, over off 44th and Harlan, over by the Walmart. Um, that's where our physical location is. We can be found at vantagemovement.com. And then from there... Again, we've got images that you can click on. Images that you can click on. We've See, got, it's we've, hard. <laughs> we've got links that you can follow that can give you more information Jeez. about who we are, what we do, and how we can help you. And as Nikki was saying, thank you. Like, thanks to 2020, we now have a bigger online coaching presence. So regardless of where you are in Colorado, where you are in the country, where you are in the world, we can connect with you, get to know who you are, get to know what your goals are, kind of what your your exercise and life history is, what your story is, and then figure out what would be best to help you attain those goals that you want to move towards the person that you want to become. Because you're an individual. You're not like everybody else. Perfect. Thank you for inviting me here. Yeah, thanks for being here. Absolutely. This is super fun. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you, Nikki. Taste Life Nutrition. Taste Life Nutrition all over the place. Uh, all social media, website, uh, the whole thing. So, um, you can go to the website and fill out a free assessment, uh, and it comes straight to me. I reach out to you personally. We can chitty chat a little bit about uh, what we might be able to do to help you, uh, and if we need more intense work, then that's what I'm here for, and that's what I love. So uh, look out for some cool things coming. We have in the past talked about a course that I'm co-creating with Drs. Lynn and Sam, who also have their show here. Uh, that is coming very soon we are just always trying to make it better and better and better and it's pretty cool stuff if i should say so myself um go and sign up if you have uh interest in especially this is really for you women we have a facebook group that we have called we're calling body bliss and it is for the busy professional woman. Uh, it's lifestyle design. It's what we call it, lifestyle design for the busy woman. It's 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 guidance in helping people to be their best, their optimal for you know the the busy woman, the entrepreneur, the mompreneur, those who work their tails off and are like I'm still not quite getting where I need to be because of pain, fatigue brain fog, whatever those things are, we're here to support and to build this community and have some fun. So thanks, everybody. We will see you in two weeks.